Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
Oh, 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 oh,
That's what we have to do. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time we find you today. I uh, was just looking over at Facebook at a lot of the nonsense that the people's gravitate to. Uh, atheists post things and expect for you to comment on it. I comment on it. Comment in righteousness. God wants us to stand up today in righteousness and in truth. And the problem that I find today is that since we have itching ears and we have sight problems, being short-sighted, can't see the truth. For the lies, all of the different questions 
and the different things that are being asked of you, you comment. And it seemed like you enjoy all the different posts and comments when the majority of these people that are posting, they are just as lost as Joe Turkey with his neck cut off. So this morning, I want to talk to you. I want to try and preach this gospel to show you exactly what is the will of God concerning us in this hour, in this land. And I want to talk to you from various scriptures this morning. I want to start at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and the 31st verse. Let me get me something up. See what I'm doing. Something to help me. And the title of this message this morning is just what it is. Excuse me. Love not this world. Hallelujah. And the scripture coming behind that, and it may not come behind that, so don't hold me to that. Uh, it will be James 4.4 4 and Romans 12.2. And the beginning scripture should have been 1 John 2.15. But anyhow, whichever way it comes, uh, that's the way it'll be coming this morning. I'm so faithful. He's so faithful. I'm so grateful to even sit here this morning. You know, I came to my senses one, one, one day, and I realized that you're not going to have a crowd. And when I, when I came on Facebook and saw all of the wonderful posts where teachers was trying to teach us, um, and they, they had no comments, they get no comments. Uh, no one come and say anything concerning their righteousness at which they are leading men to truth. But as long as we talking about someone or something in a negative way, I'm making a negative post to try and act like you dumb so you can get some response. A whole bunch of dumb stuff go forth on this Facebook, on this social media, and gets all of y'all responses. But you won't respond to nothing that can help you, and you're fighting, talking about putting prayer back in school. Put prayer back in your own life. Let prayer start in your life. We need to pray. Yes, we do. And we need to pray in love and unity. We need to love one another. The word of God stipulates no greater love than a man would lay his life down for his brother. I want to encourage you this morning. This may be the answer to a lot of our problems this world. Hallelujah. Reading from the book of First Corinthians, seven chapter, and the eighteenth verse. Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Let me see. Nah. Well, how did I wind up over there? Hmm. Must wrote some okay, first Corinthians seven and thirty-one. Okay. For some reason, I had marked up what is my reward then that when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge 
that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That must have been uh, also in there to speak on. But I want to talk about our condition and how have we gotten in the shape that we've gotten ourselves into here this morning. So here in the 31st verse of 1st Corinthians, the 31st, 7th chapter, 31st verse, and those who use this world as not misusing it, for the form of this world is passing away. Otherwise, what it's being said here is that if we are using this world as to hold on to the goods of this world, as to have our hope in anything concerning this world, hallelujah, if we basing our energy upon this world, then it's telling us right here that we are misusing it. Let's go over to the book of James 4.4. And let's take a look over here and see, can we get a more vivid understanding of, well, let's see, let's go to 1 John, Roman 12.2. Let's go to Roman 12.2. Let's go to Roman 12 too. I want to try and make this thing very, very, very easy to understand. Uh, over in the book of Romans 12, 2, 12, 1, beginning, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable servant. Verse 2. And do not be confirmed to this world. Do not be confirmed. Do not be so touchy over this world system. Do not be so caught up. Do not be so elevated. Hallelujah in this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, hallelujah. And then it goes on and it tells you about the grace of God, hallelujah. They tell you how to serve God and, and how to handle all of the spiritual gifts that he has bestowed upon man. This world is passing away and you need to realize same tactic, hallelujah, in this dark world, hallelujah. You see, Satan, hallelujah, Satan, he was once time an angel, but he turned against God, aggressive creator, and, and he wanted to be like him. And that's what worldly-minded people think, because they feel like if I can get all I can and can all I get while I'm here, hallelujah, I can leave something for my children selfishness, thinking about how to acquire enough of this world's good so that, hallelujah, in, in your next life, in your grandchildren's life, they will have something. It's nothing wrong with, amen, the Bible said, leave an inheritance up for your children. Hallelujah. 
But what has happened to the godliness? What has happened to prayer? What has happened to righteousness? What has happened to the love for humanity? You know, other scriptures talks about how that the, the love of many shall wax cold. Hallelujah. And how that the children will be against the parents. And we're still in love with this world. People, we need to wake up. We need to realize that this world system is not going to work for you. I don't care how many millions of dollars if you win the lotto every week. Yes, you can own some of the world goods if you can afford it. Or if God will bless you with it. Hallelujah. The book of James, amen, it, 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 it talks about why. Hallelujah. I might well read the whole beginning of James 4 instead of starting uh, James 4, 4, so you can see how James saw this world. Hallelujah. And there's nothing changed about this world. This world is the same yesterday as it was 200 yesterdays ago. 2,000 yesteryears, nothing have changed, man. You you think that this is new, that people are, are, are going all crazy. They were all crazy in the biblical days. That's why mankind don't come to the book, because the book is telling them what's going to happen ahead of the journey before they even get there, and they don't want to know their future this morning. Hallelujah. James, he talked about how that pride promotes strife. Hallelujah. James says in the book of, ah, let's go to 1 John 2.15. I heard the Holy Spirit said 1 John 2.15. So let me go over here. You got to be able to hear from him this morning. Hallelujah. How you ever gonna get the word of God to work for you when you don't believe the word, you can't even hear the most I telling you when to switch. So you stay, amen, in the fast lane. When he says slow down, hallelujah, you just change lane. But you never slow down. I want you to slow down this morning, people. I want you to hear, understand, and believe the gospel. Hallelujah. As Paul said, brothers, I beseech you by the mercies of Yah that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto Yah, unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. And that's all we can do this morning. In the book of 1 John 2.15, the writer is saying this morning, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves this world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father. But, but he is of the world, and the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abide forever. Why would you? Hallelujah. Not stop loving the world. You see, John's. John's reader were acting in a way that was, amen, inconsistent with the relationship with Yeshua. You see, the world, the world is, amen, the morality, evil system opposed to all that God is and holds dear. You see, this morning, I want you to understand, amen, that, 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 that in, this, in, in, in this sense this morning, amen, the world is a satanic system 
opposing the kingdom of the almighty God on earth. This is why, amen, John is saying this morning that, that you are being deceived, thinking that this world is something hunky-dory and good to be running after, and, and you need to have this and have that to qualify. Well, I want you to know, my dear, this morning, you cannot qualify with your stuff. Hallelujah. In the 18th verse, it said, little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now, many Antichrists have came by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but but they were not ever, for if they had been one of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifested that none of them were of us from the beginning. Now, John is saying that these peoples that started out, you see, you have to read over the book of First Thessalonians when Paul, amen, was telling the uh, Thessalonian people, amen, that I marvel not that you are so, so, so soon removed from this gospel. Paul says in Galatians 3, he said, who has bewitched you that you should believe another gospel when there is no other gospel? Why we won't believe the word of God this morning and, and use this word instead of using this world's good, uh, abusing the world's goods and taking it to ourselves, it has become selfish. So many people bring sickness in their own home and, and they're praying to God saying, Lord, why have this disease falling upon my child? I come to tell you this morning, he didn't put it there. God didn't put it there, and he don't have to take nothing away from me to show his love to me. God is not a God that, amen, going to play the tit-for-tat game, amen. You pay your tithes, I'm going to bless you. You don't pay your tithes, I'm going to curse you. Satan, here comes some cursed children. You hold on to them until they make up their mind. Oh, I made my mind up. I'm going to do right. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to pay my tithe. I'm going to live holy and righteous until I right, devil give them back. That's not the game he's playing with you. He's not playing any game. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 17, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Uh, he was saying that this world, hallelujah, was not a good home. Uh, he said that people in the world were trying to lure Hallelujah. The peoples that had an understanding in First Thessalonians that they want to serve God. Hallelujah. But the Jews, the Gentiles made their mind up. But the Jews, the Jews couldn't get it together. They couldn't make up their minds whether or not they wanted to serve the true and living God. This morning, hallelujah, likewise, the same thing. We're in love with the wrong thing, hallelujah. And then you fight over being in love with a man or a woman, excuse me, and you don't love God. Or if you love God, hallelujah, you would let this world go. So John was just talking to the people. And he gave them a recipe of what not to do. Hallelujah. And he went on to tell them in the 18th verse that, amen. This was the last hour. Hallelujah. Who to say that this is not the last hour? Hallelujah. We need to make up our mind this morning whether or not we're going to live truth or walk in righteousness. 
we need to know this morning whether or not we are serving the true and living God. We need to know this morning whether or not we're ready to obey. See, John was concerned, hallelujah, about the followers of Christ. Hallelujah. He was concerned about them being obedient to the commandment. Hallelujah. He was talking to the young man because they were viewed as being strong. And I'm talking to you this morning because I want you to understand that God, God is a on time God. And you can have him or you don't have to have him. But when the scriptures tell us something to do, I mean, if you were at church this morning, you know, you'd be jumping up and down and hollering, hey, man, and all the things you do. But I'm telling you, if the word of God said, little children, this is the last hour. Now, if John was talking to a man, the believers, centrally, the unbeliever, it doesn't matter to you. But the believers, amen, he wanted them to know in 1 John 4 and 18. He, wanted, he told them before that in the 17th verse, he told them, amen, that the world was passing away. And all of the lust, amen, in it, hallelujah, was going to leave. But the will of the Father would abide forever. Then he told him, he said, little children, it's the last hour. Otherwise, I ain't going to tell you no more. Hallelujah. And you heard that the Antichrist is coming. And he warned them, amen, that you had better hold on to truth. Because it's coming a time when your mind is going to be swayed and you're not going to be able to recognize that this is the spirit of deception that takes you from truth. Just like right now today, they're talking about, they should have left praying school. No, you should have never stopped praying. You should have never stopped praying. You want to put it on the school's back. Like it's the school, hallelujah, that did this thing. You know, is it the school system? No, it wasn't the school. It's not the school. It's not the school that they took prayer out of. Did they take prayer out of your mind? Did they, did they take it out of your home? Everybody want to lay things up on people. Donald Trump want to build a wall, okay? If God wanted his people behind walls, he would, amen, have walls in your mind. Ain't no walls should be built to put nobody in bondage. Walls were designed to cage people up, were designed to put people, amen, in bondage. Uh, it's time to open the eyes of the blind, and it's time for you to go free. Look what it says in the book of James. Hallelujah. I want you to believe the gospel this morning. You know, I'm not preaching for no pocket change. Or, hallelujah. I'm not preaching for nothing. I'm preaching because that's what I need. Hallelujah. You may need something else. You may be called to do something else. I don't know what your calling is, but I'm telling you what the words say this morning. And I'm coming to a close. See, have I got all my scriptures? 1 Corinthians 7, 31, Romans 12, 2, 1 John 2, 15, and we're going to do James 4, chapter. James here have decided that you people's not going to stop fighting and having wars. So he wanted to illustrate and show them that exactly where their problem was at. So James began to write in the fourth chapter in the first verse. He asked, where do wars and fights come from among you? 
Do they not come from your desire for pleasure? See, not this world. That's why wars break out. Because one country wants to rule over the other country so that they can get the taxes and get the benefits. See, it's all about money. Hallelujah. Oh, it's never been about humanity. Uh, or what can I do for you? That's not what you can do for your country. That's not what your country can do for you. You know, they just flipped the script. But I want to know where do all these wars and fights come from amongst you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members you lust and do not have. See? Right there is telling you what's really going on. And what's really going on is that you got a lust problem. You know, like men and women's having a deep desire for this particular individual. You know, just lusting. He said you lusting after something that you probably don't even need. You probably don't need it. Probably not going to do you any good. But you want it. So he says here, you lust, excuse me, and you do not have. You murder, you covet. You cannot attain it. You still ain't getting nowhere. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. See, you're walking around talking about all of these things that you desire and all these things that you're going to do if I hit the lotto, if I, if, 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 I. So since you can't get it through I, scripture this morning say, you just keep right on lusting. But you never asked. See, people need to learn to ask God this morning. It's just like when I was getting ready to do the scripture, I done two chapters, one of each book, Corinthians, and I believe it was a, a Romans. And the Holy Spirit said, go to First John. He said, I'm more concerned about First John, where it says, love not this world. First John 2.15, Revelation 18 said, come out of her. But we're still stuck on stupid. We buy the Bible, say, flee foreign apparels and everything we own come from china he said what happened to your own making of things you're so busy trying to make man till you forgot about how to make your own you know we used to we couldn't afford to go down there and buy all this hair and all these diamonds and stuff so we just made our own jewelry you understand mama made her own corsages a jewelry and uh, uh all kinds of art and she sold, and we had food to eat. But he says this morning that somewhere down the line, you, you've missed it. You started lusting. That brought about murder. See, they want to know why all this shooting and stuff in the school. It's because these people cannot obtain and they're looking for someone to help them, and everyone is so stuck on themselves until when you do see a person that's on the edge, you just walk on past him like, you know, uh, he's crazy. Yeah. But you might could have helped him with his sanity had you would have stopped and you said, good morning, anything. Try and to strike a conversation. He's not going to kill you. He's not after you. Yet you do not have because you haven't asked. You asked and do not receive because you asked a mist that you can show out, that you may spend it 
on your pleasure. Fourth verse of James, the fourth chapter, he says, adulterers and adulteress, do you not know that friendship with the world is enemy with God? Well, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world, makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearn jealously, but he give more grace, hallelujah. Therefore, he gives his grace this morning. For God resists the proud, hallelujah, but he gives grace to the humble. See, we need to learn how to humble. The Bible said, humble yourself upon the mighty hand of God. Hallelujah. That he may exalt you. We can't be exalted with all this lust and all of the propaganda that we allow. See, negative, hallelujah, negative, amen, it needs oxygen. And it can take your breath away. Hallelujah. But if you don't let negative in, hallelujah, it won't hurt you. You got to free yourself from all the negative conversation, conversation that leads to negative connotation. See, it's going to come out of you because you've been around a negative spirit. Hallelujah. But he wants you to be humble this morning. Seven verse says, therefore, submit, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinner, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, lament and moan and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. So I've been there before when I got tired of trying to make things happen in my life, when I got tired of being treated any kind of way, when I got tired of people's doing me the way they done me, I, I cried out unto him and I said, Lord, why am I, you know, alone? Why nobody? Why my surgeon? Why? He told me, stay your course. He said, stay your course. He said, and read the prophets, see what they went through. And when I looked out on Facebook and I saw many, many, many spokesmen for Yah, they didn't comment, didn't go back on their page, they tried to fight out on them. And I support, amen, that one that's teaching the truth. But I come in the room and let them know, ah, uh -uh, you just don't want to obey the truth. So if I were you morning, I will pick up the word, hallelujah, so that I will know the tricks of Satan. Satan already got you, hallelujah. You want to be free from sin? Go to Romans, the sixth chapter. Let me see where you, where, where, let, 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 let me just take you over there and let me help you a little bit this morning, hallelujah. I don't have nothing but God's time. God, he have to take care of me, hallelujah but I ain't strong enough to do it my own self. Romans 6 and 20. Romans 6, 20. For when you yourself, for when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regards to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you were not ashamed? For the end of those things of death, but now having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Yeshua through Christ Jesus our Lord. See, it's written right there that there is no hope for you until you obey the scriptures, you must obey the word of God. May the Lord bless and keep you till we come again. I pray you hold on. Hold on to truth and righteousness. Let him lead and guide you. 
Hallelujah. Don't be moved by what the news is telling you unless it's telling you it's going to rain and flood and you stand there like a duck and knowing that you can't swim. God bless and keep you this morning is my prayer. Hallelujah.
you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.